When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome. I'm Dave Myers. And I'm Cy King. And we are not the hairy bikers now. We are the agony uncles. Uncle Cy and Uncle Dave. Hello, Uncle Cy. How are you doing? I'm good, Uncle Dave. How are you? Oh, it's all right. I'm full of philosophy today. I think we can help people. Help people to a new path in life. Either Uh, that or push them over a cliff. Thank you, Uncle Dave and Uncle Cy. Well, this week's show is a bit of a treat for you as it brings together some of the best bits of the Agony Uncles so far. Some of the problems that Uncle Cy, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash have had to wrestle with over the past few podcasts. And so, in this episode, expect something that Uncle Cy could only dream of, as we present the best of Confidential Corner. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the Agony Uncles a line. Problem number four. And we're heading into Confidential Corner, which means, as always, we need some names. We need one man's name, one lady's name. So, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, could you please oblige? Um, Baron for the Baron. Man. Oh, yes. that's a good one. Baron. I'm just going to freeze that one. Posh <laughs> <laughs> name. Um, Fiona. Baron and Fiona. Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, this problem is entitled My Boyfriend's Weird Fantasy Has Left Me Cold. My boyfriend of three years and I, Baron, had reached a point in our physical relationship which you could call predictable. No. One of my girlfriends suggested something that she and her fellow had done, which was for each of us to write down our deepest fantasies, then swap them to see which of them we might want to explore to pep things up. At the allotted time, we had a glass of wine in a nice bath, lit the candles in the bedroom, got into our fluffy dressing gowns. Ah, it was all good so far. Then we nervously handed each other our pieces of paper upon which we had written down our deepest fantasies. To set some context, my most daring one involved eating cold ice cream from a certain part of his body. However, when I read his, I actually could not believe it. For a start, where I had written three fantasies, He had 16. One of them was so gross it made me feel sick, but the one that weirded me out was that he actually explained that he fancied my mum, and he wanted me to borrow one of her outfits that he likes very much so that he could then watch me undress provocatively in front of him. (laughs) Of course, I completely went nuts about this. Things are frosty. Plus, it's my niece's christening on Sunday, and so we will actually be with my mum. Now that I know about this... It's going to be hugely awkward. How can we come back from this one, says Fiona. Over to you. Sounds as though Baron's a bit of a perv. (laughs) Doesn't it, really? (laughs) Poor Fiona. God love her. All she wants to do is eat ice cream off his noodle. I mean, you know, know, I'm not sure. Two scoops, hundreds and thousands, you know. I mean, hold on. I mean, look... 
Special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the thing is, at least he was completely open and honest. You know, you've got to write, she got three fantasies, he got... So he's just kind of gone, right, oh, okay, well, you know, he's just gone for it, hasn't he? And he's just tripped himself up over his own pervertedness. He's just like, oh, God, what a nightmare, man. Like oh, this, oh. isn't it? Especially the mother. No, you can't say that about your mother-in-law. Every time Baron looks at Fiona's mother, Fiona's going to get the the shivers. Fiona will one day turn into her mother. She will be her mother. You grow up. So my husband said to me, he goes, when I I first met you, I checked out your mum first (laughs) to see what you might be like when you're older. And she was all right, so you're okay. (laughs) So your husband (laughs) was like Baron. (laughs) far as barren no but i think he was trying to compliment my mother and looking attractive for her age and therefore he thought i wasn't going to turn out to be too much of a nightmare once i got older so by the end of the day fiona will end up like her mother so maybe there's something in that that he's not going to go anywhere for years because he fancies her he's going to turn into mom no 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 i'm sorry man it would be like it's like your daughter's boyfriend comes rocks up and fancies you that's wrong. How would that make you feel? It's wrong on all fronts. It's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. It's it, right. that's wrong. You cannot. I mean, we can't dress this up. The dude's a pervert, and um, <laughs> you know we can't, we can't. I mean, you cannot look. You might be open and honest, but there's some things that you've just got to keep to yourself. You know, even if you do, you just don't verbalise it. You just kind of have it in the back of your head and go. Nobody will ever, ever know. I think the thing is that he wanted Fiona to dress up in her mother's clothes. Man. That's wrong. That's horrible. Oh, that, that's wrong. Saying I fancy your mother, I think that's perfectly acceptable, really. Oh, I think fancy, no, but I think your mother's very attractive, you know. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's a middle-class way of saying I fancy your mother. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I was remember there was a, a friend of ours and um, there, was, there was two young men there and I heard one turn the other go, whoa, she's a super cougar. And... Um, in fact, she heard it. She was she was kind of flattered, really. I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeah. No, Dave's right. It, it, it is. I mean, it's all right to see it. Oh, your man. I quite fancy your man. You know what I mean. But just in that sort of context and in that sort of way, you can't. Oh, I fancy your man. Have, have, have you ever fancied like dressing up fantasies? Oh, I, well. Just dressing up as a biker. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, that sort of. Fa- oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Oh, actually, no, I came to bed in a leather jacket once, just for a laugh. And then uh, I spent the, most of the evening absolutely creased with laughter and couldn't do anything. I just It was because it was just one of those silly evenings where you just lie in bed absolutely creased, go, what did you do that for? I go, I don't know. I just, yeah. you know oh, and I had me bike boots on as well. So, <laughs> completely stark, bollock naked with me bike boots and me leather jacket on. And that was it. Were you, you on know. your own? <laughs> <laughs> oh, on me own, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, yeah. Look at me, I'm in the village, people! <laughs> Come and shift me, move my feather. Why don't you? Jember oh. once uh, we, we we had those elf suits for the Christmas special. Yeah, the big green elf suits. Yeah, yeah. once once they chased Lil round and round the bed dressed as an elf at Christmas. Oh, nice. But not not really. Get the way. Get away. Stop it. Get off me. No, it is not Christmas yet. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear Lil saying that as well. That's hilarious. Anyway, dump him. He's a pervert. Yeah. Do you you have any fantasies, Posh Tash? 
that you can talk about in public? Um, oh. I'm sure I must in there somewhere. No. I thought about it, not just me once, and my husband would probably kill me for saying it. I did think I might, when I first met him, be all very, you know, seductive. And I thought I would wait in the bedroom when he came home from work and then he could come in and he could follow the trail to me in the bedroom, potentially like you, Si, you know, in, in something ridiculous. But I was looking lovely. But I put the candles out and I don't know what came over me. I, I, it's clearly not my thing. But instead of putting out beautiful little trails of beautiful food or prawns, I don't know what you'd do seductively. I put out sausage rolls. If you'd gone on to pies, that would have been it. I would have been subservient for the rest of my life. I've got to admit, I've got to admit, I am on occasion I've been quite partial to a postcoital pork pie. Yes, you have. But yeah. but you've got to remember not to go back and do the good night kiss because with pork pie breath, it's not acceptable. Can I just ask as well, when, when you said you were partial to a post-coital pork pie, why did Sai say, yes, you are? Yes, actually. Yeah, no, well, you are. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, me and, you know we've been on the road together for nearly 25 years, so, right. you know, right. we know each other. Funnily enough, it's all coming together now, because I remember that um, when you were in intensive care and I came to visit you, <laughs> what, did, what did you ask me for? Pork pie. <laughs> Sent me down to Marks and Spencer's. There he is, all covered in tubes, trying to, this frugal hand, trying to cram a Marks and Spencer's pork pie. But, but there, was, that was, there was nothing going on then. Crikey, no, 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 there was definitely used, nothing going on. No. I used to love that film. It's in the Moldavar film, Hamon Hamon, oh, that yeah. Spanish film with Penelope Cruz. Mm. And, and she's with somebody else who's equally gorgeous. And they're starkers, and they're beating each other with hams. Now, that I found quite... It's two of my favourite things, really. Penelope Cruz and, and Serrano Ham. You know, that that I could see working. Sliced or unsliced? No, it was complete with a leg. They were trying oh. to kill each other. Oh, right. It was a touch of violence, but, um, you know, oh. it was... Uh, oh, you here, somebody by the Can I ask you all, you, you uh, everybody, so on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not that kink, not kinky at all and 10 being very kinky, give me give me a number... Uh, uh, the White Duke, Mr. Jeeves. This is for Baron, right? And his kinkiness. Uh, yeah. He's, he's about 12. Dave? Baron, well, a solid nine. Ooh, you're right. giving him one off. <laughs> I think he's a solid 10. I I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, sure, I, I'm sure he wants Fiona to give him one <laughs> off, I tell you. <laughs> but Fiona says three chances of that now, isn't he? Aye. Now that, you know, excuse me, can you hey. go and get me mum's, you know, your mum's yes. dress? What's your, you your... What's your score, Si? What's your score, Si? Oh, he's a solid 10. Right. I mean, come on, dude. You cannot say that to your partner, man. That You know, you can you go and borrow your mum's dress, dress up and take it off provocatively? That's just... Well, it's open. Can't take it back now, though, can you? He's no, done he it can't, man. He's done it, it. man. <laughs> and also, you don't know what else was on that list because she said one thing made her feel really sick. And, you know, I mean, you know, we're all adults and we've been around the block a few times. We can imagine that. There are some things that, anyway, yes, no, uh, wrong. I think we've been clear in how we feel about Baron's behaviour. So good luck yes. with that relationship is all yes. we can say. Yes. yes, I don't think it's going to be pushing on to six years. <laughs> no, it's a bon voyage yeah. on that carousel of life. If, if your, your life's, life's in a mess, mess then, then the email, email address is theagonyuncles at theherrybikes.co.uk. Yeah. So it's time to go to our final problem for this uh, edition of the podcast, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, and this is in Confidential Corner, so I'll need your help here because I need uh, I need a name of a man and a name of a woman. 
because they're to be changed. So please, what would you want? Um, Donald and Beryl. <laughs> <laughs> why did you go for Donald and Beryl? I mean, we'll have them, but you know why? Well, because nobody's ever called that anymore. Are they? I think they'd be an interesting couple, though. If I met a couple called Donald and Beryl, what car would they drive, Donald and Beryl? Oh, uh, Volkswagen Beetle, but the original looks look one. We'd be done up and rotten, rotten and rusty. Uh, It'd be Donald's pride yeah. and joy. And he's yeah. got he's, he's, he's got an electric arc welder that, that he had for years. And he does it himself. Yeah. What does Beryl do of an evening? Watch Donald. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's this is you know, you're gonna have to put those images out of your mind now because it, the, the, the actual confidential corner this week is simply entitled "A Hairy Horror Story" from Beryl. Oh, dear, oh. dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. Oh As you're both quite hairy, facially at least, I need your help. Yeah. Mm. Having been single for a long time, raising my two children, late last year, I decided to go onto the dating game. Oh. I did it online with the help of a couple of friends, and it's fair to say that it's been a bit of a horror story. However, my friends had warned me about online dating, so I didn't know what to expect. Uh, roll forward six months, and I finally got together with a really nice man. His name now apparently is Donald. So oh. she's now together with Donald. Nice. She says, we're taking it slowly as he's, he's been burned in the past as well, but we've had a few nice meals and some gentle cuddling on the sofa and we decided to go away for a night to a hotel in the Cotswold. <gasps> it's fair to say I was very, very nervous as I haven't slept with anyone for well over eight years, but I had the encouragement from my friends and from Donald himself. Oh. And actually Donald is very gentle as a person, so I put my nerves to one side and I went for it. The hotel was lovely. The meal was lovely, the room was lovely, and as the evening wore on, I grew more confident. The wine helped a bit too, but I wasn't out of control. Just that slightly warm, agreeable, fuzzy sort of feeling. Of course. No. It was only once we finally got into bed that the shock came. Oh. I'm not hugely experienced when it comes to naked men, says oh. Beryl, but nothing prepared me for this. Oh. He was the hairiest man I had ever seen. Oh. It was like going to bed with a womble. <laughs> Oh, Bezza. His chest was hairy enough, but his back was like a rug, a whole back full of short, tight, curly hair. Because he's kind and lovely and we'd both had a drink or three, he was quite happy to lie there and hold hands until he fell asleep, but I was awake all night just waiting for the moment when he put his shirt back on. I really like him, but have no idea what on earth I can do. My best friend says I need to tell him to get it waxed or the whole thing's over. But what would that feel like as a man? Please help. Beryl. Get it waxed, Donald. Get it waxed. Get it off. Either that or get yourself a... I've seen them on, online. They call a manscaper. And they're like uh, clippers. But but they don't, you know... I think they're meant for your privates. But, but you know, you can do everything, but you don't cut yourself. But there again, it's not an end of problem. But waxing... But, you know, I used to work as a makeup artist for many years. Well, what I did, what a lot of people do is, in America... There are quite a lot of film stars that have, well, the backs are like doormats, but what they do is they have like electrolysis that removes 75% of the hair. So they just leave a little bit like to look manly, but then you don't look like a gorilla's armpit. You could suggest that, although it would cost a few quid, Beryl, and that I don't know how if Donald's set up financially to do that. Or you could wax. I waxed your back once, didn't I, Simon? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But not properly. I looked like a chessboard. Yeah, but you see, I put the wax strips down randomly. Do, do you know what I mean? And the thing is, cost 
we only went to do one. It was for a laugh for a little film. But I slapped about six on because I knew that once they're on, they've got to come off, haven't they? So then... His back looked like, I don't know, like Jenga. Do you know what I mean? With all these bald stripes. But, you know, you, you, it's, it's going to have to put with the pain to be with you, Beryl, because you sound really nice. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? And, and yeah, I mean, it, it could be the first, you know, point of commitment from Donald. You know, excuse me, you're a hairy git. Would you mind shaving it all off or getting electronics? I know what he could do. The manscaper. On his back, he could get his best mate to go, I love Beryl. So, you know, just leave the hair in that sort of way. I love Beryl. So next time he takes his shirt off, Beryl feels smashing and he has, he's got some hair left, you know. I remember when I was a student, my friend Graham, and he is called Graham, he had really <sighs> abnormally hairy legs. And do you remember in the old days, the old-fashioned rugby socks were like hoops? Yeah. Like that, horizontally up the legs. But yeah. anyway, we were drunk one night, so I shaved his legs in hoops, so it looked like when he was wearing shorts, he had rugby <laughs> socks on. His girlfriend went mad. Yeah, oh, yeah, fair enough. That was quite a good look, really, in the golden age of punk. Yeah, nice. Yeah. No, no, just yeah. get it off. It'd be more hygienic as well. But think, think, Donald, when you sweat, it's going to gather, isn't it, in your mat? Yeah. Yeah. No, it put me off as well. Yeah, I, yeah, it put me off as well, to be fair, Beryl. Just say a shave or, or I'm going to dump you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a problem that can be solved practically. Yes. And the practical solution will, I think, yes. repair the emotional damage that you've obviously went through. Yeah, well, yes. Is there anything about him? I want to ask Beryl, are there any parts that aren't particularly covered in hair? Because if, if it's a three 360 degree approach to her suitness, then he's really going to have to think carefully, really. And I mean, to be fair to Donald, you cannot see your own back, can you? And if he's been single for a while, it might have just got out of hand, you know. You know, it'd be like, he'd probably find Dr. Livingston in there and some lost tribes of the Amazon. Uh, you know, he's got, you know, you scratch your back and you go, bloody Nora. You Imagine know, if he had nylon sheets, if he slid up and down, he'd blow up, wouldn't he? We'd stand. Well, you'd be it. He's there. He's there. Be <laughs> Whoa. I wonder what he's, I wonder what he's, you know, he's, you know, that sort of areas like, he must trim that. Everybody trims, surely. Do they? Do they? It is interesting she described him like as a womble. It must be like going to bed with Uncle Bulgaria. Litter picking. No, womble. no, he can be clean. Let's let's not be down on Donald. Well, obviously, no. Beryl's not down on Donald. Donald's not. No, no, nobody's Beryl, down on Beryl. Donald. No, Beryl, Beryl for a wants to make, sound of it. Beryl wants to make it work. And that's, yes. I mean, you know, what's your back on? Yeah, either that or go in a salon. If you've got money, get it done electrolysis. Then that's it. End of problem. Electrolysis. Apparently, it's permanent. Oh. Aye, but it doesn't have to be like a clean sweep. You know, you can be selective and have a percentage done. Who does that for a living? Well, all I know is that the one, the, the film stars that I met from Hollywood, there's a lot of people in Beverly Hills making a very good living out of it. Really? No, because if you're an action hero, you don't want to go on there looking like Uncle Bulgaria. Likewise, you don't want to go on there looking as if you've got alopecia of the spine. You want a bit of a bit of a fur on, and it is perfectly possible. I could tell you which actor I'm thinking of, but we'd get sued. And it's been a rough year on the financial front so far, so we better keep quiet. <laughs> 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If your life's in a mess, then the email address is theagonyuncles at thehairybikes.co.uk. Yeah. We will need three names. We need uh, two ladies' names and one male name. Because this is confidential corner, which means that no names, no pack drill, we protect the innocent. Names, please. Fenella. Fenella. That's a very posh name. Kingsley. Veronica. Veronica. A reliable lady's name. All right. I would say the mother-in-law in this case is Fenella. The lady writing is the Veronica. Uh. Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, my problem happened two weeks ago and I still have no way of seeing how to resolve it. My mother-in-law, Fenella, has never liked me. She's made that very plain right from the start and doesn't think that I'm good enough for her son. It's the little comments, like she'll say to him, Oh, darling, have you been fed well enough this week? And one time, when she went away, they house-sat for us, and when we returned, she'd completely rearranged the living room, saying, Well, it just didn't feel as homely as it could do, dear. No, no. My husband's answer to this has always been a shrug of the shoulders and a, Well, you know what she's like. Fast forward two years and we have our lovely son, a bright blonde-haired ball of energy who two weeks ago spent his first weekend at his granny's house while my husband and I had a romantic weekend away. I know that my mother-in-law disapproves of most things I do with my son, his clothes, the way I have his hair, pretty much everything, but I wasn't prepared for what I found when I went to collect him. Not only had she bought a completely new and hugely ridiculous outfit for him to wear, but to my horror, she had had his hair cut. I sent a photograph of my son to my best friend, who said he looked like a two-year-old version of Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> I was dumbstruck, and I had no words. Well, I had no words for about one minute. Then I'm afraid I had lots of words, none of them very good. This has caused somewhat of a rift between me and my husband. Was I being unreasonable? Veronica. Absolutely not. No, I think the problem's Kingsley. Yeah. Kingsley needs to set down some boundaries and stick up for his wife. Yes. And if your child comes back looking like Jacob Rees-Mogg, that's... <laughs> no. Imagine the poor critter when he went to school. Yeah. I bet you gave him the financial times as well. Fenella sounds like a Hyacinth Bouquet character, doesn't she? Yeah, irritating. I think Kingsley needs to grow a set and, and stop having a bit of a mother complex and just go, yeah, you. I'm married to this lovely lady and I have a lovely son and you will do exactly as you're told. And if you don't like it, sod off. But actually, Fenella needs to, you know, have some acceptance of the situation. You know, Kingsley's moved on. You know, maybe it's it's somebody needs to talk to Fenella in that kind of objective way Mm. and at least, you know, give her the option to change her ways because she's going to lose the family. She's going to lose a son and a daughter-in-law and again, little Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah, because he's he's not gonna he's gonna hate her after that, isn't he? With his short back and sides and little glasses. 
I mean, there he goes into school, you know. I mean, what did he do for the weekend? Me grandma turned us into Jacob Rees-Mogg. Even children know who that man is. I would be absolutely furious with Fenella for doing that. I would be furious. But I I, I can see why it's caused a bit of... But it, I think she should have a... Veronica should have an argument with Fenella because really that's between the two of them. Kingsley absolutely has to grow a pair. I'm very proud of my hairy bikers here for actually agreeing with that. But Kingsley also needs to be able to stand up and go, I've got my new family, I've got my own family, that's my son. And so mum, Fenella darling, you need to just back off here. Rather than, I don't think it should be a husband and wife argument here. This should be a oh. be the two of them against Fenella. Go, Fenella, back off. You cut my hair like that years and years ago. I'm not having it. You're not doing it to my son now. I and I yeah. So I would be outraged. However, I'm also a mum of a boy or two boys, and I would be, you know, I am going to be Fenella one day. I know it. I can see it coming. I'm going to be posh Fenella one day. It's, ah. it's coming down the line. I won't be the woman that goes, I really think my darling grandson needs to look a little smarter, a little better, give him a side parting and make him look gorgeous. And I'm, and I could see her moment being taken and like a horrible feeling. I might take the same moment myself one day. No. See, I think the family needs to stand together and just lay down the boundaries and saying, I'm really sorry, this is the way it is. And um, we've got to reach a compromise or else, Fenella, you're going to suffer inside. Yes. And who's going to look after you when you're old? Because just because you're old doesn't mean to say you're nice. Oh, Simon. Families, families, families. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, send an email to, the agony to the agony uncles. It's time to head to Confidential Corner for... Confidential Ooh, Corner. Uh, final gift. And today's is called Where's His Willy? For this, I need a man's name and a lady's name, please. Uh, so... Uncle Sai, you can do the man. Uncle Dave, the lady's name. What can we have? Warwick. 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 Dave. Sharon. Warwick and Sharon. <laughs> ah, yes. That sounds like a fine name for a sitcom couple. Where's, where's Warwick? Where's Willie? Where's Warwick? Where's, <laughs> where's, where's Warwick's <laughs> Willie? And that's actually the name. It's Where's Warwick's Willie? Dear Uncle Sai and Uncle Dave, I listened to your first podcast which had the hairy backman problem. I have to say that, you know, the hairy backman who uh, Donald, I think we named him at that time, has, has sparked mm. an enormous post bag. So thank you very much for everyone who's got in touch with that. Anyway, this comes from um, Sharon. I listened to your first podcast, which had the hairy backman problem. Sai made a throwaway comment that has nagged away at me now for some time, which is why I have to write to you. <laughs> he said, quote, all men shave their bits, to which I assume he was referring to the general downstairs area below a man's belly button. No, no, I said, do all men shave their bits? Ah. It was a question, you see. Well, you ah. see, this is what you've done now. Sharon's confused. She said, is this true? And if so, how would I convince my partner of 19 years, Warwick, to do this? When it's time for a bit of how's your father, I sometimes feel like Indiana Jones hacking through the undergrowth to find his gentleman vegetables. Now he's gone grey too, so it's a little bit like he's got Father Abraham down there. However, <laughs> however, when I mentioned this to him, he made some grumbling noises about not letting me loose down there with a pair of scissors, thank you very much. Advice, please. Be a right. trimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or dye it. You could dye it. Get some uh, um, eyelash dye and tint yourself 
And it needs to look a bit better. But, you know, if you go over the top, it looked like a big black bush, wouldn't it? You don't want what? that either. No, no. No, no. Just, just, just do a bit of, you know, just do a bit of home maintenance, Warwick. Bit of, bit of topiary. You know, oh, yeah. You know, it could what, if, what if suggested that she make it part of the foreplay and the fun and she'd do a maze <laughs> and find her way down there and create a little pathway? Maybe that's the way down. Then Look, not everybody's got gardeners like you in your big, big mansion. Oh, dear. I'll lend us some bonsai tree shears. Yeah, little, little, little shears. Bonsai tree shears. <laughs> you, don't, you have those. You do, don't you? And yeah, you'd have those. Isn't it funny that pubic hair comes in and out of fashion? i got to admit, in my kind of formative years, you know, when you used to get those magazines at school and look under the desk, it was all the rage, you know, the uh, uh, you know a bit of growth. And nowadays, oh, it, it, it just looks like a, a, a stripped chicken, you know. I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the fence with that one. But back in Middle Ages times, people were desperate for, for a big bush. And it was called a merkin. He used to have a pubic wig. You know, in the British Museum, they've got merkin tongs that used to heat up so you could curl your merkin, so your proper curly whirlies. And actually, it's true this. In... The, the, it's, the Italian ladies, the GIs, when they came over to Italy, they liked a bit downstairs, you know. So the Italian ladies, because they'd been quite groomed, they made themselves merkins out of horsehair to please the American in troops, allegedly. So I've read. Why did, Perhaps. Why did the Americans want horsehair? Well, they didn't know it was horsehair, Tash. They thought that was genuine Italian lady hair. Oh, I see, I see. Yes, no, it I wasn't. I love the Merkins. I think Merkins are brilliant. Not that I've got one, and not that I've seen one. <laughs> I think Merkins are brilliant. And said it, I'd have brought it up. The word Merkin is just fantastic. But she, maybe, maybe he's got a Merkin and she's got to find his gherkin. <laughs> That's the thing. Ooh, that oh, oh, that was straight out of the dorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right, listen. But you don't need I... Yeah. Warwick. Warwick. Right, tell tidy Warwick, yourself up. Just tidy yourself. I mean, look. I mean, we all trim. You know, we do. Well, you need a bit of a trim, you know, because, you know, it, it's... It, I mean, it's fungus, isn't it? That's what That's what it is. Fungus around your man vegetable. The colour's strange, really. I mean, have, have, has yours gone white? For the benefit of those without video, Si is looking down his pants. Uh, no. No, neither of mine. The ginger. Mine. <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> when I used to work as a makeup artist, a problem now, you know, in TV drama is a lot of the ladies are quite well groomed down there. So I did actually have to make a merkin once. And and basically, it's like if you if, if, you know, like if you're making like false moustaches or beards, you take a template with cling film and cellophane. Oh. So basically, you you cover the parts with cling film, and then wrap strips of sellotape on the top, so you can take the shape of that said mound, and then you give that to the wig maker, oh. and he not and they knot up what you want. <laughs> knock up. Yeah, but what was funny is, so I had this merkin. I got to admit, I did, did give the lady the glue herself to put it on because I, I couldn't go too far. But then it was like a Van Dyke beard, you know, like a, a, a chin beard. And there was one bloke, he was, he was an extra on the film I was working on, and he was, he was really nasty to me. He was really horrible. I'm not having a beard. I'm not having a beard. I said, I've just got a little one then. Is that all right? Yes, okay then. So I stuck the merkin on his chin and I left all day. 
<laughs> you know who you are out there. And that's that, and that's a lesson for us all, listeners. Don't piss off the makeup artist. <laughs> nah, nah. By that, I'll put, I'll put Imac in your toothpaste. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yes, oh, this, yes, yes. There you go. You don't even have to shave. No scissors. Whack a log of the imac around your man vegetables and jobs are good. And it oh, all falls no. off. Oh. You just, you know. Or, or uh-huh. I think there's a bit more embracing to be going on. She's assuming that he's got a problem, but that's how he's chosen to have his hair. So maybe she needs to embrace the hair yet again, but maybe she should vajazzle it, you know, stick some flashy bits in it. So, I don't know, she could put, like, you know, at Christmas you can get those beard lights, those funky beard lights. So you boys must have been sent them, surely. I, got, I, I, I had, had some beard... lights on your beards. I had some beard baubles that um, my stepdaughter yeah. bought me and I put them in. The only thing is, though, I was a bit pissed and I went to bed and I turned over and he ripped my face off. <laughs> What's for jazzling? When you put jewels on it, you have it all done and it's all sparkly. You have little jewels, like, you know, like you do earrings and makeup. You vajazzle your, your hair, your bits. I could use my tongs. Where I might pick up my peeps with. I could get those tongs. You just put little jewels on it. It's, it's, it's very clever. Or you get your staff to do it. <laughs> Excuse me. It's that time again. For jazzling yourself. I'll, I'll just ask. I'll, I'll, have you ever for jazzled anything? I'll for jazzled. Uh huh. No, he's never heard of no, it. No, no. I tell you what, though. Apparently, Shirovsky crystals are very oh. useful for vajazzling, but there's a male counterpart, and it's known as decorating. <laughs> decorating? <laughs> yeah. Get the decorators in. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't ask Mrs. Pete to do that. Like, it'd be wrong. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Can fair you come dude. and decorate? <laughs> it's wrong. Decorate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it brings a whole new word. You mean into the word spring clean? I mean, it's yes. Just... But you can, you can get these things. I've, I've seen them. They're, they're like you know shears. They're, they're like a, they're like a beard trimmer, but specifically for downstairs. And it's called manscaping. Manscaping. I see it comes up on the Facebook thing. I haven't bought any yet. I mean, I'm yeah, not I, <laughs> yet. But manscaping. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose so. It's guaranteed to not to nick. Oh. That is what we need then. Okay, so uh, so general advice uh, uh, from Sai, a little trim. Uh, yeah. Okay. From Tash, yeah. uh, put some sort of jewellery on it. Or a maze. Or a maze. The or maze was a great idea, actually. Uh, I like the maze. And the, yeah. the topiary shears are what you need to do that. That's great. And then uh, for Dave, uh, some sort of dye, as you initially said. So is it eyelash dye? Eyelash dye would do fine, yes, and wouldn't irritate. Excellent. Mm. Sharon? You and Warwick will have fun times, I'm sure. If, if your, your life's, life's in a mess, then the email address is theagonyuncles at theherrybikes.co.uk. Yeah. Well, that's it for this podcast of, of complete and utter lunacy. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And uh, come back next week because, oh, listen, the other thing is as well, what we'll do, if you, uh, if you like what you hear, subscribe and then hit the starry button thingies because that's always good. Yeah, that helps us. And it's like, well, we've had everything from fibromyalgia to dieting to decorating. And it's <laughs> yes. been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, you know, just helping the nation again, yet again. And if you want to get in touch with us, send us your problems, comments or anything really to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. <laughs>
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.